0: All right, and welcome, everybody, to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast. And as always, this is Thor here with. Dark and Sasquatch Senpai. All right. So I suppose we'll start out with our nearly only category this week, which is new game announcements. Thanks to our three huge game shows this week. There
1: were four. There were four. four. E23. Disney 23. Had a whole bunch of stuff too. What the fuck? Even Why know. this week? Yeah, I don't
0: know. It's the magic week, I guess. the The magic middle of September.
1: All right. Well, does anyone else have anything in here so I can just say when I'm done with the category? Um. Yeah. Just. Just. Yeah. I. I have like one
0: thing. Um. That I wanted to point out from the. Uh, the state of play, but that was that was about it. Go for it. So, the only thing, the, the thing, the big thing I am super stoked about is uh, the Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion has had an official release date um, and they're now accepting pre orders. So, you can go and pre order now um, and it's going to be released in December. There is a pre order bonus, which is going to be uh, three different pieces of materia. Um. so yeah, definitely go check that out you can pre-order digital, physical, blah 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 but the only collector's edition of any kind there's no collector's box or anything there's a digital deluxe um, that comes with a soundtrack and an art book um, but that's the only deluxe edition that there is um, the physical copies are just your uh, good old-fashioned vanilla physical copy um, but yeah Look forward to that uh, on December 12th of this year. Um, keeping in mind, this is just a remaster. It's not like a remake, uh, which is nice because the game is only $50 or 70 for the deluxe edition. A um, little bit less, but again, keep in mind, it's 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 a very well done remaster, but it is a remaster. I'm just glad to have it on something other than PSP. Um, it's releasing on all systems, day one, PlayStation, Xbox, PC, Switch, everything.
1: That's all I got. Yeah, it's really weird. I think maybe they realized finally that just a simultaneous release will just be better income wise. Yeah.
0: And it's yeah, it's good that people are really excited. And I mean, it's um, it's it's got full voice acting everywhere now. It looks like I've seen the trailers. It looks really, really good. I'm super stoked. But again, I'm I'm just excited to be able to play it at all because I never had a PSP, so this is one of the few Final Fantasy
2: VII games I was not able to play at all. Which, so, I mean, the Tokyo game, that's fair. All right, so yeah, that's, that's mine. Well, Why don't you take it away with the rest there, Sasquatch, because I think you had a bunch of individual articles for them.
1: I don't know what you said because you cut out, but yeah, I'll take it away. That. All right, so I have a bunch of stuff from D23, Disney's 23rd something. I don't know. D23, I think 2023 showcase for stuff coming next year and after. Um, it's not just animations and uh, movies anymore. It's now a whole bunch of games, including trading card games. Disney is launching a new trading card game, Lorcana. Um, specifically targeting the Magic the Gathering audience. It's going for a similar play style, not Yu-Gi-Oh! anything else out there, something similar that you know people can transition over and play. Um, they revealed the first six cards of the game, including Stitch, Elsa, Cruella DeVille, Maleficent, Robin Hood, and Captain Hook. Um, I gotta say, it looks highly like Magic the Gathering, but with Disney art, I can... Uh, definitely see a lot of inspiration for the card abilities directly to um match the gathering which i guess that's not terrible so um they have contracted the tabletop gaming company Ravensburger uh to work on the to work on the game for them um whose first title was called A Trip Around the World published in 1884 Holy shit. So Ravensburger is a very old tabletop game company, and they've been around for a long time, apparently. So, yeah. Um, Their CEO, Philip Frank, spoke about this, about the implications and the big picture of their partnership with Disney. This game is probably the largest potential that Ravensburger has ever gone after, and hence also probably the largest investment that we have ever done into any type of project and initiative. Um, So, yeah, I'm sorry, there's seven cards. The seventh being Mickey Mouse himself. Um, He's wielding a pair of scissors and looks like some weird medieval Robin Hood knight. Um, There's not really a timed theme (laughs) on it or anything, so it's just whatever. Nice. But yeah, much like much like how Pokemon had f- like different editions of prints, it seems like they will have that as well, because these cards all have first edition print stamps on them. So you'll know if you get a reprint or not, whichever it is. So, yeah, I saw a price here where that price go. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you're lucky, if not, lucky enough to be at D23, you can buy these first seven cards for forty nine ninety five. Um, so. These are probably just because it's a Disney collectible at this point going to fucking skyrocket in value because they're only available at D23. So, yeah. Um, Oh, the the Mickey Mouse card will also be available in the first set that's released next year. So, yeah. Um these are special versions of the card that you can get now in advance or a different printing next year. Speaking of Disney games, Um, They're creating a new 2D platformer coming to Switch exclusively next year called Disney's Illusion Island. Um, It is a co-op multiplayer platform puzzle game. So um, you'll be playing as Mickey, Minnie, Donald and Goofy. Um, They also have different abilities. So think of what was that game? Trine. Think of Trine where each of the characters have different abilities to overcome the puzzles in front of the players.
2: Not a hard release date on this yet,
1: but uh, you can look forward to it next year. They've also announced a new Tron game, Tron Identity. Um, it'll be a, what they're calling a new grid available next year in 2023. It is a visual novel slash puzzle game being developed by Mike Bithell. Um, he, he's made various puzzle games on his own. Uh, Thomas Was Alone and The Solitaire Conspiracy. Both are fantastic. So it's in good hands as a puzzle novel game. So, yep. That is another one coming along. You'll be following, uh, someone known as query, a detective program, keeping the peace in the all new grid. So we also have a whole bunch of new Marvel games. Um, Marvel snap is a free to play collectible card game for PC and mobile devices developed by Newverse and second dinner. Uh, The trailer shows some card gameplay, you know, super exciting to people who don't play TCGs. Um, But this will come out next month, next month on October 18th. There is also a Marvel AR game on the way from Niantic, the makers of Pokemon Go, as well as Ingress. Uh, What is it? Pikmin Go as well. Um, so it will be a Marvel Universe in the augmented reality for everybody. Uh, you will create your own custom hero and collect powers and fight things somehow. Um, so, yeah, rather than capture Pokemon or collect Pikmin, you're just going to be stuff probably much akin to the Witcher in our game that released the last year, two years ago. Uh, the powers you're collecting are powers of you know prominent heroes in the Marvel Universe. Um, This is a release sometime next year in 2023. We also have a game from Skydance Studios uh, where Amy Hennig, um, former Naughty Dog and Bioware story writer, um, it will be following Black Panther and Captain America set in World War II. Um, It'll be a narrative driven action game. Um, So following Steve Rogers and Black Panther, Azuri, Azuri, Tatala's uh, grandfather uh, so not the Black Panther most people are you know most people know um so yeah it'll also be following a Howling Commandos member Gabriel Jones and the leader of the Wakandan spy network Natalie so all four characters will be playing different parts of the story according to Skydance Uh, Players can apparently look forward to intuitive controls and exhilarating second to second gameplay that captures the action and excitement of Marvel inspired by landmark comics, television and films as they navigate this all new globe-trotting adventure. Not many more details available. We also finally got a new hard release date for Marvel's Midnight Suns and it will be in December. They're also releasing an animated prequel shorts. So yeah, December 2nd is the new hard set release date um, after they delayed it from last month from delaying it outside of October to sometime in the near future. Um, This is obviously the game from FireAxis, the collectible card game tactic based combat, um, much akin to. I don't know what you want to call it. XCOM. So, yeah, the prequel shorts do have an intro teaser available on YouTube. So if you're interested in checking that out, that's there. Um, it will have a staggered launch, uh, once again. So the PlayStation five Xbox series XS and PC versions will launch on December 2nd, but the switch and last gen versions will be released sometime later. Not much news for Star Wars games, but uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, will be getting another 30 characters in various DLCs. So if you're enjoying the Skywalker Saga of Lego Star Wars collection, um, yeah, you're going to be getting a bunch of characters. So there you go.
2: We're also
1: getting a Gargoyles remastered game. Um, This was one of the surprise little announcements from the D23 Expo. Um, The 1995 Sega Genesis side-scroller, based on the cartoon from the early 90s, um, will be getting a remaster. So Goliath and the rest of the Gargoyles team will be coming back. However, there wasn't really a trailer or platform release. Uh, any sort of announce, announcements, so probably a late addition to the Expo, so probably late next year. But if you're a fan of the old school cartoon, the game from the Sega Genesis back in the mid-90s, and if you're looking forward to the upcoming new Gargoyles cartoon, this is probably for you. Guns Under Darkness uh, will have its Kickstarter campaign launch in a few days. Actually, it launched a few days ago. Never mind. I'm an idiot. Um, they were looking for $30,000 to help port the game to PC. And now looking at it, they've reached it. So, yeah. Oh, they've reached the 29000 goal. So, For Guns and Darkness? For Guns and Darkness. Yep. It'll be getting a PC re-release. Or not re-release, but a PC version. So now this will be launching on all major platforms.
2: Shoji Maguro absolutely deserves success.
1: Um, EA has opened a new studio, Ridgeline Games, and they're going to be developing a narrative campaign set in the Battlefield universe. Um, This is following public outcry from Battlefield, is it five? Six? 2043 I can't remember what it is 2072 uh, 2042 um, it's so so bad I don't even remember the name of it I played it for like a week and it was awful um citing learning quote valuable lessons from the launch of Battlefield 2042, they're hoping the new studio developing the narrative campaign will help appease outcries of fans when the game launched without any single player content and it's kind of, not kind of very unpolished multiplayer launch. So um, they're hoping that this new studio uh, based in Seattle um, will not too far from Redwood where EA is you know, they're, they're based where a lot of gaming uh, developers actually based. So. They're hoping that this will help appease the Battlefield fan base. Speaking of EA, they are teaming up with Koei Tecmo, um to help make a new mod game to take on the Monster Hunter series. Uh, EA Originals and Koei Tecmo will be. This will be made by Omega Force of Koei Tecmo, their in-house uh, major studio responsible for the Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors uh, series. Um, they're also responsible for Hyrule Warriors and Fire Emblem Warriors. Um, this will be set in fantasy feudal Japan and will be truly a triple A experience, according to the press release. So, if you're a fan of Monster Hunting games. There you go. Got another one on the way. EA and developer Maxis have also announced that The Sims 4 will be going free to play starting next month. Um, This came from just a blog post. So yeah, on October 18th at 10 a.m., The Sims 4 will become free to play. So the base game will be free on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series Xs, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, So, yeah. The content will. The content uh, will not be free, however. So, Ubisoft has announced a few new games exclusively for Netflix members for the mobile phones. Um, you're getting Valiant Hearts, Two Mighty Quest, and an unnamed Assassin's Creed mobile game, and these will be exclusively for Netflix subscribers through their phone apps on Android and I- iOS. Uh, so, seems like Netflix is really ramping up getting some mobile games exclusive to them so it's moving into that market babylon's fall um game from square enix and platinum games that had a really 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 rough launch will be shutting down next year on march uh on february 27th just under a full year after its launch um the game is did not get launched well, um, poorly poor reception. Not a ton of content, and they have they said that they after a survey sent out to players and a ton of negative feedback on how they can improve it. Bottom Games stated that it has no plans to reduce the scale of development on Babylon's Fall. However, this probably changed when they said they're going to be shutting down the servers.
2: So, yeah, I was actually hoping to pick it up
1: on sale but I guess not now. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is the official name for the Breath of the Wild sequel. It has a release date currently set for next May. Um, We got a new trailer for it as well, and it will be officially launching on Nintendo Switch on May 12th, 2023. Um, Every time I've read that, I've always wanted to say Tears of the Kingdom instead of Tears. Huh. which i just tried to do again.
2: Goldeneye 007,
1: the popular N64 game is coming to Xbox with dual analog stick support. It is part of the Rare Replay package, so if you really want to play Goldeneye 007 but as a, you know, kind of modern shooter with dual analog stick support, soon will be your chance. It will be coming to the Xbox Series XS and Xbox One as part of Games Pass. Um, Everyone who already owns Rare Replay will also be able to download the game at no additional cost. There's not really a current release date for it. However, it will launch on all platforms simultaneously. That being Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch Online. Popular uh, cult classic popular Fist of the North Star. Um, is getting a boxing exercise game. Um, You will be able to punch endless waves of baddies and bosses in March of 2023 for the Nintendo Switch. So if you want to work out and punch people in the chest seven times and watch them explode into a glorious shower of gore, now's your chance. Um, This was announced during Nintendo Direct and it will launch next year, March 2023. No hard date yet, but we do have the month. So um a trailer was a, a short trailer was revealed on Nintendo Direct, but it's mostly of just the exercise mode of someone punching people to rhythm and beats. I like excessive gore. Man, you should really check out Fist of the North Star. Oh my god, you gotta get it. There was a PlayStation exclusive Yakuza knockoff Fist of the North Star game. Nice. You have to get it and tell me how it is. I'll have to check it out. Send me a link. I will. Resident Evil Village will, uh, and all current recent remakes of Resident Evil will be coming to Nintendo Switch this year via the cloud. Um, Capcom will bring Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, and the recent remakes of Resident Evil 2 and 3 to the eShop before the end of 2022. There's not a hard release date. However, Resident Evil Village Cloud will launch on October 28th. There's also a free demo of Village that is available right now. It became available two days ago on the 13th. Um, So if you want to see how that works for you, uh, now's your chance. Seems like a lot of companies are taking advantage of cloud streaming since the Switch hardware kind of sucks. Developer Phoenix Labs, developer of the free-to-play Monster Hunter Knockoff light, Light, not Monster Hunter Light. Knock off Dauntless has unveiled a new co-op fantasy life sim called Fae Farm. It will be a Nintendo Switch exclusive. And it is, you know, pretty much the big cottage core, cozy life simulation fad that everybody's into currently. Which I'll have another news on a Square Enix version coming up later. But yeah, it's it's a, quite a departure from their previous game Dauntless. But you know what? There's an announcement trailer if you want to check out Fae Farm from phoenix labs um it will be released in quarter two of 2023 exclusively for switch octopath two traveler two has been announced and it will be releasing next february this is a sequel to octopath traveler um from 2018 um it was released on pc in t- uh, later in 2018 stadia 2022 and it came to xbox one last year and now uh, Nintendo's ready to set us there again. Um, it will be releasing on Switch, February 24th, 2023. More of the same following eight more heroes. You make your party, it's an RPG. It's absolutely beautiful. Now I'm moving into some of the PlayStation showcase news. Jesus Christ, there are so many games this week. <laughs> Team Ninja announced a new PS5 exclusive coming in 2024, Rise of the Ronin. It is a action RPG. Um, It was revealed during the PlayStation State of Play. What was that, yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yesterday, yeah. Yesterday, so yeah. Um, Team Ninja, you know, known for Neo, you know, great. And also weird stuff like uh, Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. But uh, yeah, so it's a fast paced action RPG um, with multiple characters. Uh, there is a reveal trailer out that you can check out if you're interested for it. Um, however, it will not hit PlayStation 5 until 2024. Also announced was an exclusive a quest for Hogwarts Legacy on PlayStation. Um, the Haunted Hogsmeade Shop. So there'll be <laughs> the Hogsmeade, the Haunted Hogsmeade shop is just one quest um in Hogsmeade, the little what is that? That's like a little vacation town the students can go to at some points I think, right? I've, I don't remember. I've
2: only got to like book 4.
1: Yeah, you definitely should have known about it then. I think they start going we're, we're much, talking like too. 20
2: years ago, bro. Oh my god, I don't know.
1: Not 20 years. Oh, maybe, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah. WB Games Avalanche um, also wrote on PlayStation Blog and announced via a trailer this ex- PlayStation-exclusive quest. Um, once again, the game was scheduled to launch the holiday this year, but has been pushed back to February 10th, 2023, and that date has not changed. Also announced was a really neat-looking game called Pacific Drive. Um, It is a road trip through. Yeah, it is uh, due out in 2023. And uh, yeah, it's a roguelike driving game where you sometimes hop out of your car to fix it and do other things. But yeah, it looks really great. If you enjoy the paranormal encrypted, this is probably for you. Um, After each drive, you will go back to your garage and upgrade your car to be better prepared for the next attempt. You'll be driving to the heart of the Olympic Exclusion Zone. Um, I'm sure that's supposed to be based in Washington. Makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, it is set in the Pacific Northwest and in your car. Um, the The trailer didn't really look too scary. It just looked like there was a lot of creepy stuff. Maybe like maybe like Scooby Doo scary. On yeah yeah not not really scary but yeah you can hop, you mostly drive but you hop out of your car at times to clear the road or investigate a neat looking area and then you have to run from shit and then drive away
2: yeah it's not actually bandai- my genre at all but i'm
1: pretty interested it looks cool bandai namco has announced a new uh mecha shooter sin duality um, it this is coming dumb. sometime. It's twenty twenty three to Windows PC, Xbox Series X S, and PlayStation Five. Did I make it to the? I must have made it to Tokyo Game Show.
0: No, this is this was this was State of Play, and this looks dope.
1: Yeah, it's um, it looks like a anime Titanfall Monster Hunter mashup, which I'm all yeah. for because I'm really missing like actual Titanfall.
0: At first I thought it was going to be like something like either a sequel remake or remaster for Xeno Saga. And then I like quickly discovered it wasn't. And I was like, oh, and then I kept watching the trailer. And I was like, okay, no, this, this is pretty tight.
1: There's also PvPVE multiplayer, so you can either co-op or competitive co-op, I guess. Do out next year. Speaking of Mecca. Front Mission 1 remake will launch in October. Front Mission 2 remake will be in 2023. And a Front Mission 3 remake was actually just announced. So if you're a fan of Mecha, there's a whole bunch on the way for the Nintendo Switch. Um, it will launch sometime in, Oct- uh, Front Mission 1 will launch sometime in October for Switch. two, 2023 and three is in full development now.
2: Now I'm in Tokyo
1: Game Show. Yakuza has been announced, and it is called Like a Dragon 8 and also still, still I'm excited. Play. Is this this is a game yes. show? I don't know. Stuff is. Yeah, just, I think is it just put all of the Yakuza stuff next to each other. Um, this will retain its turn-based RPG mechanics that's uh, showed up in Yakuza Seven, Like a Dragon. So, yeah, Ryu Ryu Ga Gotuko Studio is following up with another one um, and will be featuring two main characters this time. So, yeah, if you were a fan of Ijiban Kasuga, you'll also be joined by Kazuma Kiryu. He will be back. He was the original protagonist in the first six games. Um, He made an appearance in in 8 as a boss that you fought and then a summon later on. So, Yeah. I've, Still, I really you need to play it because it hits the you really have to play it seven. It's I on game it. fast. I have seven. Oh, now. you do? I you just have need to. this? so like the main story is so serious, except when it's absolutely fucking not. <laughs> like, he is Ichiban is a fucking psychopath, and the reason it's turn based because in his head, heroes have let the enemies have a turn.
2: <laughs> he <laughs> says it so loud
1: that's amazing awesome it is amazing um this is due out on playstation 5 xbox series xs playstation 4 and the pc it's getting an actual simultaneously simultaneous launch for once in 2024 (laughs) also like a dragon Ishin is getting a remake for a the first time it will be globally released um Ishin, as it was originally called, was first released on the PS3 and PS4 back in 2014. Um, It is having a full-on remake now called Like a Dragon Ishin for PlayStation 4, 5, Windows PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Um, This is a feudal Japan-set Yakuza game, but it's still Yakuza. It's still a very serious story and then absolutely corny as fuck everything else. I'm looking forward to actually getting to play it. Other Yakuza spirit, uh, other the other Yakuza spinoff series, the ones that will retain the actual brawler style of gameplay from Yakuza 0 to 6 and Ishin um, is getting is finally heading to steam. They're finally getting PC releases. It seems like the conflict between the main voice actor studio who really just didn't want PC games to be released has been resolved. Lost uh, Judgment and Lost Judgment will come to Steam on September 14th. This will be the first time they have been available on PC. So yeah, however, Judgment was available to stream through Stadia on PC, but it's Stadia. Um, RPG Studio originally planned to never, or well, they originally planned to release on PC. However, um, yeah, there was a big issue with the towel Agency, but that has been resolved, as I said, so yeah. If you're before it, September 14th, that's now I'm going to get it. Uh OK. And here is a new spinoff in the, in the Yakuza series, Like a Dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Um, this is coming sometime next year for Windows PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. S, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. Um, This will focus on Kazuma Kiryu's life after Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. And so this will pretty much be like a prequel to seven, a sequel to six, while also being a prequel to eight, um, which he'd be appearing in, as I stated earlier, two Yakuza games ago. So, this is probably also going back to the more street brawling type of gameplay because it's. Azumba <laughs> Kiryu, who's never killed a man, by the way. He's shot them in the but never killed a man. Jesus Christ. These are single players I games I
2: do buy at launch. I actually have a lot of single player games <laughs> I need to buy recently.
1: Finally, out of Yakuza Game, cabin, uh, Harvestella, the. <laughs> Farm sim action RPG coming from Square Enix will be released on Nintendo Switch and Windows PC on November 4th. Um, It's like Stardew Valley crop management and farm and trading mixed with Final Fantasy action combat. So, yeah, there's also actually a Nintendo Switch demo available now for everyone to try for free. Um, I'm going to be using Hmm, my girlfriend's Switch to try out the game, so. Um, yeah, so you get the first three days of your first season owning the farm. So you'll probably get an introduction to combat basic farm mechanics, conversations, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, if you want to try it out, you'll have a probably an hour or two of gameplay for it. Deathloop, uh, former Sony exclusive uh, timed Sony exclusive is coming to Xbox next week. There will be a new update, including an extended ending. It'll involve crossplay and it's coming to Xbox Games Pass. Um, this will be on September 20th, and it's coming to Games Pass because it is a arcane Bethesda game It's studios who are owned by Bethesda, who Microsoft owns. So yeah. Um, also, it will launch into PlayStation Plus, as well as uh meaning the extra and premium members can also download it. So I guess part of the agreement was let us have it for free on our service as well. So if you'll be able to access it on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation for free if you're a member of any of the premium services. So, yeah, cross pay for PvP will be available across PSN, Xbox, team and the Epic's Game Store and the Microsoft Store. Um, so, you can adjust to all settings or just your platform. So, um, Xbox consoles and PC versions, however, will feature cross purchase and cross save. So, yeah, if you get it to the Microsoft Store and Xbox or PC, you have it on all the platforms or just get it on Games Pass. Hmm. Um, With the new update are coming new abilities, new weapons, a new enemy, new upgrades, some new trinkets and a new extended ending. Following that, I got a list of new Xbox Game Pass titles coming this month. We are getting Grampa V3 Killing Harmony. It'll be on Xbox Game Pass and PC. Um, It is a visual. It is a mystery sci-fi visual novel. Um, this will be the debut of the game on Xbox. It's previously been a PC and Sony exclusive. Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch Remastered is the Xbox debut as well. And that is available yesterday. Uh, Thursday. Oh, today. Today. So yesterday when you hear this, I was right. Um, this is the remastered version of the original game. Uh famously all of the cinematics and the story was written by studio ghibli it is fantastic you know it's a studio ghibli game when the mom dies 5 minutes in uh it's a sequel nino kuni 2 revenant kingdom will come to xbox one and series x sometime next year microsoft also announced uh fuga melodies of steel is a role playing rpg from cyberconnect 2 um, it is they are a japanese indie developer and so it's coming via Microsoft's Xbox program for independent developers. Um, other games coming to Games Pass will be Persona 5 Royal, Persona 4 Gold, and Persona 3 Portable. Um, and Persona 5 Royal, the first of the Persona games announced, was that earlier this year or last year? Do you guys remember?
2: Uh, I think it was earlier. No, I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't
1: remember. Yeah. Maybe it was. <sighs> Maybe it was just a Microsoft showcase that they did instead of E3 because E3 kind of just went under. However, uh, all the Persona games were announced coming to Xbox and the first one will hit a uh, game Pass on October 21st. And that it first and that is Persona 5 Royal. Um, it's the first time it's available, not on a PlayStation hardware and Microsoft's bringing it to PC. I'm happy. Um, also, Guilty Gear Strive will join Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass uh, at an unspecified later date. Uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle Special Edition, um, including all the DLC, is also coming. For that 2018, 2018? What, for you? It's a, it's a fun
2: game, isn't it? Blaze Blue? Uh, specifically, Cross Tag Battle Special Edition. Uh, yeah, that one's a bit older. Not sure when it uh, came out. Definitely
1: Atomic. A- Atomic Heart, um, the Soviet-themed, better-looking Fallout game, has gotten a new publisher and a release window was actually confirmed. Um, The action RPG by developers Muffish has announced its new publisher... where is it? while I look for that. The game had been delayed and delayed as the new, as the previous publisher kept pushing it out and pushing it out and pushing it out. Um, it is coming out in twenty twenty three still. So yeah. However, they have that's when it was officially announced for the window. However, Munfish stated themselves the new publisher that it's on track for a launch date in twenty twenty two. So oh my god, where is it?
2: I can't find it. Oh, well, however, we're uh, getting they have a new publisher and it's coming to Xbox Game Pass day one. Okay, I guess we have five things.
1: Call of Duty next happened as well. Um, During the Call of Duty next live stream, Activision announced a bunch of new news for Warzone 2 Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 as well as Call of Duty Mobile. Call of Duty Warzone 2 will launch free for everybody, much like the previous Warzone did um, shortly after Modern Warfare launched. Um, Modern Warfare 2 is still launching on October 28th. That has not been pushed back or delayed. And Warzone 2 will launch for everybody on November 16th. It's coming with a new map, a new engine, a whole bunch of new stuff. So there you go. We even got a new multiplayer reveal trailer for uh, mul- for Modern Warfare 2's multiplayer as well as Warzone. And they did reiterate the beta times for the beta for Modern Warfare 2. It seems we have early access kicks off on September 16th on the PlayStation consoles and on September 22nd for Xbox and PC. This is if you pre-ordered the game digitally. The beta is open to everybody, no matter purchasing on September 18th on PlayStation and on Xbox and PC at September 24th. Um, so yeah, also, once again, you pre-purchase the game digitally, you get a week's early access to the campaign. Um, they announced a few things that will be going on in the multiplayer beta. Team Deathmatch, Domination, Knockout, Prisoner Rescue, and Invasion. So three brand new modes. Um, they'll also be offering their large scale ground war matches of 32 versus 32 players. Um, these will be on maps that they're calling Seraph Bay, Valderas Museum, Farm 18, and Mercado Los Almas. So you're getting quite a bit in that beta for those few weeks. So if you're interested in it, check it out. They've also they also announced a brand new mobile, Warzone Mobile, which will be taking over the old Call of Duty mobile. Um It'll be up to 120 various players on their mobile devices in the same map. What was the map called? Uh, Al Mazra is the name of the east of the Western Asian map. Um, So, yeah, a whole bunch of Call of Duty news. Oh, my God, I made it to the end of the news. I made it to the (laughs) the end of the new announcements.
0: Which was so many. The majority of what we had. um, why don't we go ahead? I literally and
1: just, have four other articles.
0: Yeah, let's let's just twist the legal debacles and industry news together because both everything in there can kind of cross between both. So
2: uh, let me get to the spicy
1: stuff first. So yeah. And currently in UK courts, Sony has been actively fighting Microsoft's version of Activision Blizzard, stating that it will be. Um, Bad for the industry. Uh, Let's see. They said, quote, guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality gaming experience, and we appreciate the CMA's focus on protecting gamers. Speaking of the court in the UK looking into it, Uh, Microsoft did respond to this, saying it makes zero business sense for Microsoft to remove Call of Duty from PlayStation, giving its market leading console position. So it's really just a pissing match back and forth as Sony currently announces
2: console exclusive content.
1: So that's where we're at. Wow. Cons- uh, consoles, console, uh, hardware manufacturers. And studios complaining about console exclusives if they announce console exclusives. So that's where we're currently at. Hackers have been able to steal Steam accounts using a new browser in the browser attack method. Oh, what re- did you say something, Doc? Or is that just more of the echo on here, might be the echo, but oh, I don't know okay. what the echo's to me. I'm not seeing my I think I'm just hearing me from someone. And it just
2: sounds like said like through the mic, I'm hearing. I'm now getting but, some, uh, a little bit of feedback from you, and I can't hear Doc like at all. That's weird. Doc is a bit quiet. But
1: yeah, these new phishing accounts using, uh, in browser of Steam. <laughs> The browser inside the browser attacks. Um, they have been able to steal and sell access to various accounts. Uh, some of them value between one hundred and three hundred thousand and 30,0. So that's actually making me feel good about my Steam account's value. Nice. Um, this is using fake links to um, competitions using the prominence and popular Steam games such as Counter Strike, Go, Siege, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They sign up, use their Steam credentials to sign up because it's a lot easier through the in-game browser, and then their accounts are stolen. Um, yeah, so it is a very complex and thorough phishing scheme. Um, it supports 27 different leading languages for the Steam platform. Um, the prompts and everything are actually um it even has the 2fa steam card authentication that's completely fake because it's not actually linking to your steam card authentication um yeah dude
2: what the so just be careful Are i don't you okay? know if it was my audio or your audio or what that sounded demonic
1: i think that's yours yeah, yeah, like your internet, it
0: like tripped up as you were coming through and it like
2: distorted your voice and it sounded really fucked up. <laughs> it was so much worse. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> All right,
1: Bonnie Ross, the uh creative director of Halo at 343 Industries. Um, She's been with them for 15 years, has worked on the franchise for 15 years, really stepping down. Um, she said, well, I had hoped to stay with Halo until we released the winter update. I'm letting you know I'll be leaving 343 and attending to a family medical issue. I am incredibly proud of the work everyone at 343 Industries has done with Halo Infinite, the Master Chief Collection, the Halo television series, ugh, and so much more. It has been an honor to serve alongside the <laughs> team for the last 15 years and to be a part of the universe that I love. Thank you to everyone in the Halo community for your support. Halo's future is bright. I cannot wait for all to experience what we have in store and to cheer alongside you as a fan at the Halo World Championship in October. Uh, Yeah, so she took over um, when Bungie left Microsoft in 2007 when they do work on the Destiny franchise and 343 was formed with the Halo Bets who wanted to stay. And she's been their head ever since. And she's officially finally leaving. The medical issue might be caused by that TV show. <laughs> Ubisoft has indicated that their big AAA games will now adopt the $70 price point, starting with Skull and Bones and then onward. Um, this is becoming a trend amongst developers. It's both understandable and I also... So, yeah. Um, there'll be $70 instead of the Euros on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. And their CEO has indicated that it will be the norm moving forwards. I don't see this listed for PC, so I'm safe. I don't know why it's cheaper still.
0: It's the same game. Probably because for consoles, they're still producing physical copies. And generally, when it's a PC release, it's like all digital copies um and sometimes that affects the bottom line to the point where they actually draw a line on that so if you're buying even a digital copy of a console game you're kind of helping pay for that share of people that want the physical
1: copy that's an educated guess i don't know that for sure i mean you could still like gaming publishers they have while you can't like really go to gamestop or walmart to buy physical pc copies the developers and publishers' websites always have physical copies available, even mm-hmm. though it's usually just like a, a download code, and then you download it from the internet through their or it's Ubisoft, so it's through their uh, through their yeah. whatever but, interface of these.
0: But they're not putting it onto physical like compact discs. That that's where that extra cost comes from. Usually, okay. is when is you're the expecting them to. <laughs>
1: You're expecting them to care about the actual cost of the PC version when we know that case.
2: I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying, I just don't think, yeah. Oh,
1: well, that's actually all the news I have, uh, which is like all the news.
0: Yeah. The only other thing I had is speaking of and I, I mentioned one of the uh, the games from the state of play. Uh, at first, I thought it was uh, Xenosaga. And then, ironically enough, this morning, um, it was put on my radar that apparently there is a little bit of news uh, regarding Xenosaga, which is exciting because we very rarely get any news. It's very rare that Bandai Namco even ag- acknowledges that it exists. Um, but apparently, a uh, in Japan, the name was re-registered for Trademark. Um So this is exciting. I I mean, I wouldn't get super duper overly excited, but um, it's definitely a step up from where we were before. Um, The most recent news was hell. I think like five years ago uh, when um, I'm going to butcher this name and I apologize. Um, Oh, my here Sasquatch, I'm going to have you uh, pronounce this for me. Actually, where's the (laughs) podcast chat? I don't want to disrespect the man.
2: I mean, really, when you mispronounce something, you're disrespecting yourself most. (laughs) Okay, still, but um,
0: I I don't know. What do you know? How do you? you, You've probably heard of him before. It's um, he's a direct. He's the director for Tekken, also. I think.
2: Where is it in the podcast chat near the top? Tatsuhiro Harada.
0: Yeah, that guy. Okay. So um, this was his like brainchild, Xenosaga, uh, and he tried to resurrect it like five years ago because there was there's no remaster. The only way to get it is physical copies on a PS2. There's no digital copy anywhere. No remaster, nothing. And he wanted to make it possible to. a remaster for it, so he called on the fans to circulate a petition, Um, and if the petition had enough signatures, then Bandai Namco would agree, okay, let's do this. The petition only got, in the timeframe that he was allotted, about 11,000 signatures, which is not a lot compared to what they were wanting him Mm -hmm. to get. So um, he said, I don't remember the exact quote, but something like, unfortunately, it looks like uh, Petition is not going to be the way to go. I'll try and find a different way to bring Xenosaga back to the fans. And that was like years ago. Um, He basically said that uh, Bandai Namco doesn't think a remaster is worth the risk because it's such a niche game it's just it's a super cult classic um and it's kind of tragic because that goes all the way into how the uh how the game lost itself to begin with because for those who don't know kind of the the backstory for xeno saga um it was an awesome game it's it, I, it, it it's such a unique like genre, not genre, but I guess like theme. Um, the best way I think you could describe it is like an anime mech sci-fi fantasy space opera. Um, it's it, it's very unique. It's an awesome series. Um, it didn't have low sales for the sake of being a bad game. It was mostly just no one had ever heard of it. And it was such a, such a, I guess, weird niche game that um, it didn't draw a huge crowd, but it was originally planned. Um, by him to be six games in this series he planned it out like this Um, and then after the second game after Xenosaga 2 it was being received so poorly And, and again not it didn't have negative reviews there was overwhelmingly positive reviews but only from a very tiny sample of people so everyone that tried it loved it but like no one tried it was the problem but since the bottom line is it wasn't pulling in profit they canceled it after the the uh entry that was being currently worked on which was Xenosaga 3 so the series actually ended with Xenosaga 3 and it turned into a trilogy um but it was always meant to be six games and you can tell in the pacing and the writing in the third game that like they wrapped it up but they you could tell it was like not i don't know how to explain it you could tell it was not meant to be wrapped up like it was i don't want to say hurried but like like learning about that was no surprise after p- playing through the game it was like oh, okay that's why that felt strange um it really it was a good just Good game. It deserves to get some attention, um, and, and just like Legend of Dragoon, like I would take anything. I'll take a PlayStation Five slash Four port. I'll take a remaster. I'll take a remake. I'll take a reboot. Hell, I'll just take Xenosaga Four, Five, and Six being announced. Anything. Um, but just, like I said, just having the trademark or the um, the uh, um, the name renewed. It is a good sign because it means that Bandai Namco is once again acknowledging its existence, which they tend to not like doing. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, I think all I got on that.
1: It's my it's my process of just ignoring them, and they won't exist. <laughs> Someone's bothering you. Just ignore them, and they don't exist. Glad to see a, a multi million dollar company is taking it up
2: for IPs. So, uh, what are uh, what what have you been playing this last week, there,
1: Sasquatch? Um, well, I was having supposed hard drive issues, much like uh, much like Doc, um, minus the actual hard drive issues. Uh, for some reason, my computer was saying all three of my hard drives were debunked in the same way, even though they're literally all three different drives. It's an NVMe, it's an SSD, it's an HDD. Um, I replaced my RAM and everything works again. Call of Duty, which hasn't worked, Modern Warfare, which hasn't worked since Warzone launch, magically fucking works.
2: Oh, nice. Hey, have a play on that. Um, yeah,
1: <laughs> I, 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 wanted, I really wanted to fix it out because I was, went to play Destiny because of the new Season of Plunder uh, to get back into that. And I just really got really pissed. Um, turns out I have two hour Amazon delivery on some things. So I got really cheap RAM in two hours from Amazon. Was really nice perks of living in a a big city i guess so i did that it worked i was like huh i wonder if call of duty works both warzone and modern warfare work so um something to do with specific game engines was causing my ram to be fucky so i'm playing destiny been playing modern warfare um really glad it works because i was looking forward to modern warfare 2 and now maybe warzone 2.0 because it looks like there's five man squads so that's cool um quite a big amount of squads for a
2: battle royale, but here we are. Um I've been playing WoW. What else have I been playing? I think that's just it. I'm rather busy with
1: some life events, so
2: same. I've I've pretty much been
0: like on a little Final Fantasy 14 and that's it. I like try and do some some of my daily stuff and weekly stuff on Sundays, and that's that's about all I got time for.
1: I played Magic: The Gathering for the first time in like the
2: deck. Nice. Welcome to debt. I mean, I've 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 spent a grand total of what? Probably probably twenty like bucks. bucks. Fifteen bucks to get leaves and a couple cards to round out my deck.
1: On that, everything's uh, either cards I've been holding on to for twenty years or. Uh, from that big old box we found at work that someone threw away. So. Wouldn't oh get into the guy who travels halfway across the country to play Magic. <laughs> I don't want all those cards. I just want my high-end valuable cards. I got rid of all my shit. Like If I'd known you were one of them, I could have given you some of them too. Instead, I gave 30,000 cards to someone else whose wife got really mad at him when he got home.
2: <laughs>
0: oh no! Uh, is 30, 30, a lot of cards.
1: It's uh, I had five thousand card boxes, so he had yeah. six of them. He got to unload plus probably about like two thousand cards and like other little boxes. Too, so yeah, there were there were a lot. Yeah, we found that five. It was a five thousand card box. Yeah, yeah, uh, almost full. So
2: uh, I sorted through it all, picked out a pretty
1: small handful of cards that would fit the uh, the decks I like to play. And actually, during this uh, podcast, I have built a second
2: deck. Nice. Um,
1: Other than that, I have played uh, Rebuild Your Computer and Reinstall Windows Simulator. (laughs) Nice, nice. That was awful. Uh, I really feel like we should just get PC Building Simulator instead. Right.
2: Just play that all the time. But uh, other than that, it's been pretty much all Soul Hackers 2. I'm quite enjoying it. I will probably be playing Destiny this weekend. I've got plans for it, but nice. I wanted to play it last weekend, but my computer died. But rip. All right, it looks like that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in.
0: Don't forget to like and subscribe, all that good shit. And come and join us here in Discord when we record every Thursday evening. Thanks, everyone, and have a great
2: weekend. Hey, Johnny.